Play Podcast this is your host with the most, Mike Mac Masunas. How's everybody doing today? I am doing great, guys. Welcome back to STL. This is the episode uh, that I love to do. This is the episode that I've been waiting for. I always count down to this episode. It's always my favorite episode of the year, and that's the year and episode. And it's because of the fact of I get to talk about movies and I get to talk about music all in the same episode. This is where I get to reminisce and think back on the year of the movies that I watched and then also the tunes that either you guys help introduce to me through the Underground Hour or tunes that I came across throughout the year that I introduced to you guys through the Underground Hour. Uh, and then also, there's some songs uh, that usually are on my list that I never actually got a chance to play throughout the year. So this is always just a fun time of us to hang out and have some good times. And it feels good because, uh, as you know, I haven't really been behind the microphone a whole lot in 2015. There was a lot of changes that went through, uh, as you know, with the whole job situation. But you know what? 2016 is looking up for me. I'm feeling really good about it. You know, school is over. Jameson and I uh, continue to talk on a, on a daily basis, if you will, and uh, we occasionally talk about movies that we still want to do for the show for you guys, uh, just thinking about, hey, what should we return with, all that fun stuff. So we still have some plans for you guys in 2016 as some movies we're going to do. Um, now, as you know, in any of the other previous years, uh, usually the beginning of the year is a slow time because it's winter time. That's when Jameson makes the most buku cash because he's out there being a superhero, helping the folks out there. Uh, in the snow plow, but as you know, we haven't had much snow, at least in Illinois. So, uh, but still a lot of plans headed to 2016 that I'm looking forward to. And, uh, of course the much promised top 50, um, songs of STL of all time. Cause as you know, I'm at number 47 for the underground hour. So, uh, I announced late last year that the next three episodes was going to be a countdown, uh, basically 20, you know, like 20 songs per episode. The last one would have 25 of uh, counting down the top 50 songs. Uh, once I hit episode 50, a celebration of the top 50 songs played on STL throughout these years. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. 
Uh, so yeah, man, this uh, this list is is definitely one that I've had a lot of fun with. There's a lot of cool songs on this list. I think you're gonna enjoy. In regards to my top five list for movies, that was definitely fun to come up with because there was a there was some movies that disappointed me this year. There were a lot of movies I liked, and there was only one that I truly loved. So it was uh, definitely gonna be fun times to talk about. So with that being said. Um, let's roll in to our first song of the night, number 20. Here we go. Let's get going. All right, guys. Now, if you've never checked out the year in episodes before, uh, the way I do it is, is I play a couple of songs of the top 20 songs of 2015. And then throughout the episode, I throw in my top five movies of the year. The reason why I do five is because unfortunately I don't make it to the movie theater very often. Uh, usually I go to movies that I know for sure I'm going to like. Very rarely do I walk out of a movie theater not not happy or, or disappointed, if you will. I'm very picky when it comes to going to the movies. So a lot of the movies I catch on, on Blu-ray or DVD, you know, months after they've been in the theater. Um, you know, and I definitely am not a person to see every single movie there is. Uh, for you to get the most accurate list possible i highly recommend you check out my boy jameson on his show uh you know either movie mojo monthly or on real reviews uh i think he does um a top a top 10 episode of the year but anyways he sees every freaking movie there is so he has the most accurate list there is when it comes to movies that are crap or movies that were good and movies that were fantastic but for me as you know this is all about fun you know me, I love everything, so if I didn't like a movie, you know a movie sucks. So mostly my top five is the most fun I had at the movies. Were they great movies? Probably not. Were there plot holes or script issues and this and that? Of course, of course there probably was, but you know what? I, I always look past and always try to find the good in everything. You know, that's everybody knows that's in my top five. Now, this top five this year, um, you know, I got issues with, with various things, but it's going to be fun to talk about that when we get there. But uh, I'm not going to start getting into movies uh, until I start getting into a few of the songs. So starting with number 20, I'm going to pick a song that uh, is very new, if you will. Uh, it came in very close to the end of 2015. And now, typically, a song like this would annoy the hell out of me, but it's one of those songs that it it's like so good, but the chorus is so annoying. But it also it's one of those good annoyings that kind of get in your head. Um, Ariana Grande came out with a new single called Focus. And the first time I heard it, I was like, I was digging it. And then the chorus kicks in. And then there's this black guy like, focus, focus. I'm like, hey, number one, he doesn't sound like he's saying focus. Sounds like he's saying something else. But it's so annoying the way that this guy says it. But at the same time, it's so funny. And it just like, you just can't help but to make fun of it. So it was one of those songs that I constantly found myself, okay, you know, this is close to the end of the year. It's definitely not top, top 10 material, but it's definitely, you know, top 20 material. So counting off or starting off the countdown at number 20 is Ariana Grande with her new single, Focus. Check it out. Really, really not 
with Ariana Grande and Focus. All right, let's move on to number 19. Now, number 19 uh, is a song that comes from one of my favorite bands. I absolutely love this band. Uh, anything they do is pretty much gold. Uh, it's kind of surprising that it's it's so far down on my list, but that's because it was one of my least favorite songs from the album. Uh, but it was also a song that, you know, I totally, when I heard it, I was like, man, I really dig this song. But it was also one that I played for, I don't know, like maybe a month or two straight. And then I didn't play it again for like seven months. Uh, I don't think it was like that long. But it was a really long time before I picked it up again. So it definitely was really high on my list and just kind of gradually fell throughout the year. Uh, but that's uh, that comes from Hailstorm with Amen. Uh, I love Hailstorm. Uh, one of my you know top five bands. I love these guys. They're fantastic. Lizzie is just, I mean, she is phenomenal. I love Hailstorm. As you know, I did a whole episode on them. I love these guys. This whole album was fantastic. This was a, this is, I think, yeah, this was my second favorite album of 2015. The new album from Hailstorm. I think it's called Into the Mist. Uh, forgive me if I said that wrong. I don't have the track listings in front of me, but this was their first single, or no, their second single from the new album, Amen. Really good music video. Check it out if you get a chance. Uh, I just, you know, there's a lot of, it's just a really good song. Uh, but unfortunately, I just didn't play it as much as I did all the other songs that were on the CD. So here we go. Number 19, Hailstorm, Amen. Check it out. Call, but I 
So that was number 19 with Hailstorm and Amen, Good Times. All right, let's roll into number 18. Now, this song is uh, this is one of those funny songs. I pretty much, the first time I heard this song, I was like, wow, this song is super annoying. But it wasn't nearly as annoying as Focus was. But it was, uh, again, it was a good annoying. And it's one of those that was constantly in my head throughout the summer. And the funny thing is nobody ever knew what the hell was being said in the chorus. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because... Uh, you know, if you don't know, I'm a, you know, I'm a computer technician, I'm a field technician. So I go to place to place to fix computers and servers and install computers, servers, things like that. And, uh, one of my clients is a youth home. And, uh, this was a particular song that was sung all the time. Uh, and nobody could ever get the chorus right or the words right. Uh, this is a song from Major Lazer, which is called Lean On uh, by DJ Snake, which I love DJ Snake. And uh, what's so cool is, is in the chorus, it says, blow a kiss, fire a gun. We all need somebody to lean on. But nobody knew what the hell she said in the beginning. It goes, blow a kiss. 
fire gun. We all need somebody to lean on. It's like any everybody only heard the we all need somebody to lean on, but nobody knew what the other part was. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Blow a kiss, fire a gun. So it's so stupid and ridiculous that I loved it. So and it, it constantly was a song that I was always jamming to. So I really like this song. It's super fun. Uh, it's got an annoying but very cool chorus. So it's Lean On, Major Laser, uh, featuring Mo and DJ Snake. So here you go. Check it out. So that was number 18 and lean on good times. All right, guys, uh, let's roll into number 17. Okay, now number 17 is a song that I was introduced to from good old time traveling Peter. Uh, This was a song suggestion or request sent in through the underground hours the first time that I heard it. And ever since then, I've dug it. Now, uh, my father-in-law has uh, gotten he got cancer 
last year, uh, you know, went into remission. So we do a lot of uh, my my wife's family has dealt with a lot of cancer. And, and as you'll know, later on in this episode, I've dealt with some cancer issues that are song related that we'll get into later. But um, I've gone to a lot of cancer rallies this year. Uh, especially on my free time. And this is a song that was played a lot during those, um, you know, they're called uh, a Relay for Life, you know, where you basically walk around um, a, a, a school track and, you know, it's just support to get, you know, money for cancer, things like that. But it's fight song. Um, it, it's a really awesome song. It's by Rachel Platten, and uh, it's a fantastic song. Great music video. Uh, again, this probably would be higher on my list if there wasn't so many awesome songs that came out this year. Uh, but again, I was introduced to this by Time Traveling Peter. I love this song. It's good times. It's a really good fired up song. Whether you have cancer, you don't have cancer, you're having a bad day. It's just it's one of those really good fired up anthems that really make your day better. So this song is really good times. So here you go. Uh, what is this? Number 17. So here we go. Check it out. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion And all those things I did But I can make an explosion. 
All right, so that was number 17, Fight Song from Rachel Platt and Good Times. All right, guys, let's roll into my number five uh, movie of 2015. Now, again, um, when I do my top five list, is this necessarily mean the, the top five greatest movies of 2015? These are my favorites, okay? I mean, let's be honest. There's going to be some lists out there that are, are super critical, and they all the big blockbuster movies, they're like, get rid of that crap. Nobody wants to hear them, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, me, when I go into a movie, I want to be able to get lost. I want to be able to enjoy the world I'm in, and I don't want things to be pointed out to me. You know, obviously, there's certain movies where you're like, wow, that was, that was super bad, or that was a major plot hole or whatever. And then there's other ones where you're like, you know, it's big, dumb fun, if you will. So I want you guys to know that my list is is pretty solid in regards to, you know, I had a lot of fun with the movie. Um, there's certain movies on this list that definitely touched me emotionally or whatever the case may be. So I'll get into those details. But for uh, number five, I got to go with It Follows. Now, It Follows is... Uh, Probably the only good horror movie of 2015. Now, if you guys know me, you know that I am a huge horror fan. I'm still a huge horror fan. Horror is probably my second favorite genre. Action, uh, action adventure, obviously, is number one. But uh, horror is, uh, you know, my wife and I, when we get Netflix on, we basically look for, you know, B and C and D movies. You know, just to either have fun, laugh at. Sometimes you get a gem, if you will, but... In regards to, you know, actual legitimate good scary or good horror movies that came out, If Fouls is obviously number one. The thing that I really like, you know, at first I, I wasn't all up, you know, I wasn't all good with the whole concept. I'm like, oh, you know, girl gets, you know, it's all about sex and, you know, It Fouls with you, blah, blah, blah. But that that's just the thing, though, is that it's, it's so minor. Um, this really has a cool John Carpenter Halloween kind of vibe to it. That's what I really like about it. It's almost like a really cool throwback, if you will, to like if Halloween was to like kind of come out in 2015, uh, but we kind of had to make it like almost, you know, like, I don't, man, how do you explain this? You know, (sighs) words, Mike, let the words flow. Basically, it's just that damn good. Okay. Plain and simple. It's, it's the best horror movie of the year. It's great. You know, it's got it's got characters in it that you know you can really believe that this really is going on. That's the cool thing in horror movies that I like is that they usually get no name people uh, to be in them, so it it makes it more believable. Where you're now like, oh well, that's Joey Lawrence getting attacked by such and such, or you know, oh I know that's Ben Affleck and he's getting attacked by a phantom or whatever. But when you get people you're not really familiar with. You can actually believe them in the in the role. So I definitely dig it. Follows it's the best horror movie of the year. It was just a really good concept, really scary, great music. It's good times, and 
and the thing that really sold me was Jameson told me about it. I'm like, dude, you don't like horror movies. You hate horror movies. And he's like, I know. That's why it's so great. You got to check it out. So, of course, after he told me that, I checked it out. And, yeah, it was amazing. So, number five, it follows, uh, you know, best horror movie of the year, hands down. So, go check that out. If you have not had a chance, you are going to dig it and not regret it. So, all right, let's roll back into the music uh, where we leave off. Okay, number 16. Now, number 16, I might get some hate for this because of the fact of there's only two words in the whole entire song, but that's okay. The song is so badass, it's all good in the hood. So, uh, this is, well, there's more than two words. Okay, this particular song, whenever it would, whenever the preview of the movie would hit the screen, this song would always play at the very end of the preview, getting you pumped up. And you had just seen a car go through two buildings. Okay, I'm talking about Furious 7. Every time this trailer hit, this song would play. And I am talking about Get Low by DJ Snake. This song is phenomenal. I lo- Man, very rarely do I find a good dance song that I can just listen to over and over and over and over again. This is that song, man. This is like, get low, get, get, get low. And the kids know it, you know, and that's just the cool thing. Once that, once that beat kicks in, man, you are just bobbing your head. You're like, you know, you're in your car. You're going super fast. This song is awesome. So, yeah, there's only a few words to this song. It might not technically be in anybody else's top 20, but it's definitely in mine. So this comes from the Furious 7 soundtrack, a.k.a. every single trailer that Furious 7 released this year. And that's DJ Snake with Get Low, and that's number 16. So here you go. It's time to jam. Check it out. No, 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 no,
All right, guys. So that was number 16 with Get Low, DJ Snake from the Fury 7 soundtrack, Good Times. All right, let's roll into number 15. Now, uh, number 15, I'm going to warn you now. Last year on my countdown list, uh, we had a lot of female artists, and uh, we actually had a few country tunes. Uh, The good news is there's only one country song on this whole countdown list, and it's right now. But you can't even tell it's a country song because it's that good. Everybody knows who Carrie Underwood is, especially if you are an American Idol fan like I used to be. I definitely am not anymore, but I might check out this last season. Anyway, she came out with this awesome song. It's called Smoke Break. This is how I've definitely felt this whole entire year. She's like, I don't smoke, but sometimes I feel like a, a smoke break. I don't drink, but sometimes I just feel like getting drunk. This is exactly... The crap that I've been dealing with this year on various things and various junk going on in my life. This song, I'm like, oh yeah, man, this song's an anthem for me. So this song is super good times. It is the only country song, I promise, this whole entire countdown. Uh, Unlike last year, I think I had like three country songs. So no worries for the country haters out there. Trust me, you're going to dig this song. It's awesome. It's Carrie Underwood. It's called Smoke Break, and it is number 15. So here we go. Check it out. She's a small town, hardworking woman just trying to make a living. Working three jobs, feeding four little mouths in a rundown kitchen. When you're never taking nothing and doing nothing but giving, it's hard to be a good wife and a good mom and a good Christian. She said, I don't drink, but sometimes I need a stiff drink. Something good that matters He said I don't drink But sometimes I want to pop that top Take a swig and make the world stop And watch it fade away He said I don't smoke But sometimes I want to light it up Yeah, when things get tough Sometimes I need a smoke Take a load off
right, guys. So that was number 15, Carrie Underwood, Smoke Break, Good Times. All right, let's roll into number 14. Uh, now, number 14 is a song that uh, was in my top five of the year when it first came out. I actually did an episode earlier in 2015 of, like, you know, songs that uh, are promising, probably going to be, you know, in my top 10. Uh, but at the time, this was in my top five. And it just, you know, throughout time has been going down the list, just hasn't kept uh, a strong, but it's still an awesome song. This comes from Kid Rock. This is his first single from his new album. It's called First Kiss. This song is really awesome. You know, um, it's just it's just good old Kid Rock. The cool thing is, you know, Kid Rock, he's definitely, you know, changed a lot through the years. You know, he first started off just a, just a swearing hardcore rapper, uh, you know, with the, with the heavy metal going on in there. And then he kind of went country for a little bit. But now he's kind of got his soulful, his soulful vibe. You know, the, this is kind of like good old, you know, um, Sweet Home Alabama style. So I really dig this song, First Kiss. It's it's almost like a pop rock song. It's it's something kind of new for Kid Rock. And that's kind of why I was in my top five for so long. But, you know, as I said, it, it just kind of went down as time went on. But it's one of my favorite kid rock songs of all time it's fantastic so here you go number 14 kid rock first kiss check it out i remember waiting for the school bus jenny clayton was my first crush and neither one of us had a clue Cheyenne, it was my first truck Rusted, rough, and kind of beat up But when she jumped in, it felt brand new And now these days when I drive through a small town I turn my stereo up and roll my windows down Cause it reminds me of my first kiss
All right, guys. So that was uh, number 14 from Kid Rock. First kiss, good times. All right, let's roll into the number four movie of 2015 for me. So this is a movie, unfortunately, I did not get a chance to see in the theaters, but I definitely picked up uh, when it came out on Blu-ray. In fact, due to the uh, glowing reviews and the love for this movie, uh, I actually bought this movie before I ever watched it. And I never do that. You know, very rarely will I ever buy a movie that I've never seen before. I just like, okay, there's no way this movie is going to suck. It, it was just, you know, too much good ratings going on. And that was Jurassic World. Uh, this movie was super fun. It was good times. Um, I, I definitely am a fan of the Jurassic Park series. I'm not like in love with it. You know, it's not like where I have every single movie on Blu-ray, but this is definitely the first one of the series that I got on Blu-ray. What I really dig about the Jurassic Park movies is they're funny and they're scary as hell. And that's what's so cool is you can get kids to go watch this and they get scared to death. I'm telling you, I had my, I had my little girl watching this man. She was crying like crazy. And then like, Five minutes later, she's like cheering. She was in love with Blue, okay, the raptor. I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, look, this thing's a killer, okay? This thing is, I don't know if it's going to make it through the end of the movie. But, you know, she she was just in love with that guy for some reason. But I really enjoyed it. It was super fun. Um, in regards to my favorite of the series, you know, I'm sure it's, I don't know, maybe it could be my favorite. I don't really know. I haven't really thought about it too much, but it was definitely a super fun time. I enjoyed myself. It was great. I'm glad I bought it. I definitely have watched it more than once on Blu-ray and, uh, it looks fantastic. So I am excited to see where the rest of the series goes from here. Um, and funny enough, uh, John, the mailman, uh, wrote in. And he has a very similar list than I do. I think only number five and number one is different. Everything else we pretty much have the same uh, in regards to numbers and movies. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, Jurassic World, super fun times. I had a, I had a blast with this one. And uh, I highly recommend if you haven't checked out Jurassic World, you do it. Um, and especially, you know, even if you don't like number three, that's okay. As long as you like the first one, that's really all that matters. You don't even need to worry about two and three. I think they did a good job of making this kind of like the sequel to part one and almost doing like number two and three didn't exist. That's how good it is. And the cool thing that I really enjoy about this is the fact of because of this movie, how successful it was and that, you know, 30 years later, you can still do a sequel. They're not going to do that to gremlins. Gremlins 3 is going to take place 30 years later. No more reboots. So this opened up a new door for doing reboots, or not reboots, but doing sequels to movies 30 years later. So I love that. That was awesome. Um, now, granted, that's not 100% com- you know, confirmed, but that's pretty much every story I read is that due to the success of Jurassic World, we've decided to make a sequel to gremlins instead of rebooting it so that was awesome all right guys so that was my number four movie of 2015 let's roll into number 13 okay so number 13 is actually the last the last movie that i reviewed this was the last song in the music spotlight uh, this is a song from my uh, from my favorite artist, Toby Mac. Uh, as you guys know, I've, I've played him multiple times on the show. Uh, I got a lot of people into Toby Mac. It's been super fun. This song is called Beyond Me. Um, there's a lot of things going through this year where I was like, hey, this is way beyond me, man. There's no way I can deal with this or uh, this situation. How's it going to work out? 
uh, how am I going to get through college and how am I going to pay for this or how am I going to pay for that when I only have, you know, uh, 10 bucks to get me through, you know, so it's, it, there's just a lot of things that, uh, you know, you just got to have faith in and, uh, you know, everything always works out is how it always works. And this song was kind of a good reminder of that. So, uh, Toby Mac, uh, number, what is this? 13. Oh my gosh. I can't even keep track of my own list. 13 Toby Mac beyond me. Check it out. You gave me the stars, put them out of my reach Call me the waters a little too deep Oh, I've never been so aware of my need You keep on making me see It's way beyond me It's way beyond me
right, so that was number 13, Toby Mac, Beyond Me, Good Times. All right, guys, let's roll into number 12. Now, number 12, this is a song that came out closer to the end of 2015, but instantly shot up my list because this song is so awesome. Now, I'm a big, huge fan of Demi Lovato. I love her stuff. Now, her first single this year that came out earlier in the year was Cool for the Summer, which I really dug, but it wasn't in my top 20. And uh, this song, though, first time I heard it, I'm like, bam, that's the stuff I should have heard as your first single, not cool for the summer. This song is called Confident. This song is awesome. And I think what really pulled me in was the music video. I had just watched the Focus music video to, for Ariana Grande. And I was like, this video reminds me a lot of the video she did with Iggy Azalea back last year. Uh, what, what the hell was the name of that song? Um, it was in my top 20 for sure. But now the song, I can't even remember what the name of it was. Um, Anyways, it was the one that had Iggy Azalea in the song. And it was her first single and it blew up. It was good times. But the Focus music video was literally the same exact dance moves and everything. So I was super disappointed in that music video. I was like, ugh. And that's probably another reason why I dropped the song in number 20 because the video pissed me off so much. But then I watched this video like a couple hours later and I was like, this video is awesome. This is Demi Lovato. Uh, she's kind of like in jail and she breaks out. And we got Michelle Rodriguez in this video. And she's kicking Michelle Rodriguez. Well, she gets her ass beat by Michelle Rodriguez. But it's a really, it's kind of like a mini movie. Check it out. It's awesome. But this is definitely uh, my favorite song that Demi Lovato put on in 2015. So it instantly uh, pushed up to my number 12. So here you go. Demi Lovato, number 12, confident. Check it out.
right, so that was number 12, Demi Lovato, Confident, Good Times. All right, guys, before I roll into my number 11, let's get into my number three movie of 2015. Now, uh, this is a movie that I gave much high praise, love, and respect to, and I still have that. Um, however, you know, as I've watched other movies and just kind of let things sit and how I feel, uh, it definitely dropped to my uh, my number three of the year and uh, that goes to my most anticipated movie of 2015 and that was furious 7 now as you guys know fury the fast and furious franchise is my favorite franchise of all time i love every single one of these movies these movies are fantastic you know they're big dumb fun it's completely leave your brain at the at home don't even think about it you know and you clearly these are like the expendable movies you know exactly what you're going into. If you're going into this expecting a good story or a good plot or character development, you're going to the wrong franchise. You need to go somewhere else. But these movies somehow get better and better as the movies go on and they make bigger and more money and so on and so forth. But, you know, uh, five and six really stepped up the game. And then number seven, this was the movie that was supposed to come out in 2014, but due to the loss of Paul Walker... There was a lot of, uh, you know, rewrites and, and changes and things like that. And then this movie was delivered in 2015. So, you know, after after all this time, uh, when I got the Blu-ray again and, and I watched it, I could definitely see how much of Paul Walker was really missing from this movie. There were a lot of scenes that I didn't catch before that I was like, wow. They really, this scene wasn't finished or, you know, there was a lot of manipulation stuff. So really, it was really good filmmaking and the aspect of hiding a of a main character. And I mean, let's be honest, the CGI was really fantastic in this movie. Uh, you know, I used to say Furious 7 was my favorite of the series, but I think, you know, I, I think 6 is still my favorite. There was a lot of great stuff that happened in that one. 7, I think, is, you know, definitely maybe my second my second or third, but it's just, uh, you know, there, there was a few disappointments that, you know, really hit me after I watched the Blu-ray again, like, well, there wasn't a, really a lot of rock in there, and the stay of them, the stay of them stuff was like, okay, you know, well, we're trying to catch you with, the eye, with God's eye, but there you are, we don't really need to find you, but we're not going to catch you, and, you know, various things like that started to bother me, but, you know, at the same time, I'm like, hey, this is the Fast and Furious movies, who gives a crap, you know? So I definitely say that this was the most fun at the movies I had all year, hands down. This was my most anticipated movie of the year. I left with high expect. I, I expected high expectations, and I left with high expectations. But, um, you know, I definitely just it's just not my number one after various movies that I've seen, and uh, I, I still, you know, number eight's coming out. Um, I can't wait to see what happens next, but at the same time, I kind of wish this was the last one. So, you know, I, I definitely, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about this movie because I gave it high praise in my review and I don't take anything back. I really don't. I just say that, you know, after after sitting on it for a couple of months, not really thinking about it too much and, you know, having the other movies kind of come on cable here and there, I'm just like, yeah, you know, this one, I really enjoy this one for this reason and so on and so forth. But that does lead me into my number 11 song of 2015. And I definitely say that this was the song of the summer. You could not go anywhere without hearing this song. And that See You Again was Khalifa. 
Uh, this song is, this to me is the new Boys to Men, End of the Road. I mean, that song, when End of the Road came out, I mean, that song was played every single hour, every single station. You could not get away from that song. And this totally reminded me of that summer of End of the Road. Uh, this song is beautiful. The music video is great. I think the thing with, you know, Furious 7 is the the movie, I think the reason why it dropped from number one to number three for me is I realized that the movie itself is like it's kind of like half a movie and then like the other half is just for the fans to be able to say bye to Paul Walker, you know. Uh, so uh, it, th- this movie is really hard for me to talk about why I feel how I feel how I do, you know. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm I'm really I'm really I don't know. I'm really with my thoughts on this one is like, man, I, I obviously number one, meaning that it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it was just, it's still my favorite movie of the year. But you know, the other movies, you know, number, number two and one, uh, were a little bit deeper for me for various reasons. But, uh, I still love this movie very, very much. I still, yeah, of course I still have five stars for it. Are they five perfect stars? No, but they're five, they're five stars for, being able to do a tribute like this probably better than any film has ever done before. I don't know that, but you know, at least for me, this song was written for that particular reason. This song was just, man, this song just made everything. It helped to be able to say goodbye. So that's what we're going to do. Um, so here you go. Number 11, see you again from the furious seven soundtrack and from my number three movie of 2015. Here you go. Check it out. It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again When I see you again Damn all the planes we flew, good things we've been through Then I'll be standing right here talking to you About another path I know we love to hit the road and laugh But something told me that it wouldn't last Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture Those were the days, hard work forever pays Now I see you in a better place Ah. Uh. Can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last it's ride It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again, I see you again. We've come a long way, yeah, a long way. from where we began you know we started. Oh, I'll tell you all about it And the vibe is feeling strong and was small Turned to a friendship, a friendship turned to a bond And that bond will never be broken The love will never get lost And when brotherhood come first Then the 
line will never be crossed Established it on our own when that line had to be drawn And that line is what we reach, so remember me when I'm gone How can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last one So that was number 11. See you again, Wiz Khalifa. Good times. All right, let's roll into number 10. Here we go, the top 10, baby. Uh, This is a song that my kids got me into. They were singing this. uh, I just recently got Apple Music. um, I don't know, maybe like four months ago. So uh, this is one of the songs that they downloaded right away and and would play all the time. And I'm just like, this this song kind of sucks. And then the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, wow, this song is really awesome. And then... Uh, the cool thing is, is I recently got into Nikita. Um, I watched the whole series and if I was to redo changing channels again for like my top favorite shows, I think I'd put that at number two. That show is just phenomenal. But, uh, towards the end of the show, there's a particular scene that happens and, uh, my kids and I were singing, uh, you'll be needing stitches. So this song is stitches, uh, which, uh, oh my gosh, the artist that sings this song is, oh my gosh, where, where is your name, son? Okay. Sean Mendes. Thank you. See, I gotta have my kids yell at me. Yeah. Sean Mendes, man. Stitches. I freaking hated this song at first and now I dig it. It's awesome. And it went all the way to my number 10 for the year. So I'm looking forward to see uh, other songs that this guy comes out with in 2016. I think it's going to be a good time. So here we go. Number 10. Check it out. I thought that I've been hurt before But no one's ever left me quite this sore Your words cut deeper than a knife Now I need someone to breathe me back to life Got a feeling that I'm going under But I know that I'll make it out alive If I quit calling you my lover Move on You watch me bleed until I can't breathe
to a flame Oh, you lured me in I couldn't sense the pain Your bitter heart cold to the touch Now I'm gonna reap what I sow I'm left seeing red on my own Got a feeling that I'm going under But I know that I'll make it out alive If I quit calling you my lover And move on You watch me bleed until I can't breathe guys so that was number 10 Shawn Mendes and Stitches and let's roll into number nine okay so number nine uh this comes from my favorite album of 2015 and that is One Love Revolution from my favorite band Pillar uh this is an album that I helped uh in creating which is awesome because uh they went basically on a hiatus for a really long time and then got back together but they had no record labels so they used the fans to create a kickstarter and make this album so uh that's another reason why this album means so much to me not only was it their best album they ever made but uh having help in creating the album just made it that much better but this song really helped me out a lot this year and this song is called shooting star so um a couple a couple of weeks ago, um, my my brother in law passed away from cancer. Um, he, he had lung cancer, and uh, him and my sister were married thirty six years. I mean, I grew up with you know this guy, and uh, he was like a second you know father to me. I mean, this guy was just he was amazing. He's you know one of the ki- he was one of the kindest, greatest guys I've ever met in my whole entire life. And the problem is is that. My family uh, lives in Tennessee and Oklahoma, which being in Illinois is pretty far away. Um, when I got noticed that he, um, you know, he's on his, he was dying and um, basically when he was, when he was essentially passed away, there's no way I was going to be able to make it to the funeral because uh, I had two bad vehicles that, you know, one of them had super bad brakes. The other one had no speedometer. I mean, the cars were just complete crap. There's no way I was going to make it, you know, 
12-hour trip. I had no money. How was I going to stay at a hotel? You know, where was I going to stay? Things like that. Am I going to pull my kids out of school? So it was a really rough decision to have to tell my sister that, you know, I love you, but unfortunately I can't make it. It was really rough. But this song really helped me through. Um, this song has, um, in the bridge towards the, uh, towards the end of the song, there's this fantastic um, section that says, The rain may feel like pain. But hope comes with the sun. The storms will come our way, but you have overcome. And, you know, they sing that part a couple different times. And that part really helped me, man, really helped me through this year. And this song, you know, really, you know, Shooting Star, uh, just, you know, after he passed away, it was just kind of something looking up in the sky and just kind of singing this song. Kind of really helped me through that situation. And I think it's definitely my my second favorite song from the album, and uh, that part, that, that particular lines really got me through some, some hard times these past couple of months. So I definitely dig this song and uh, I hope you do as well, especially if you've never heard this before. I swear I've played it before, but, you know, I can't even remember now. There's been so many episodes. So here we go. Number nine, Shooting Star from Pillar. Check it out.
All right, so that was number nine, Shooting Star from Pillar Good Times. All right, let's roll into number eight. Now, number eight, this song is amazing. I love this song. So uh, Nick Jonas is somebody who I never, ever liked. I never liked the Jonas Brothers. I thought they were lame as hell. Uh, but, of course, they went solo, and uh, Nick Jonas comes out with this CD. You know, you hear Jealous on the radio, and you're like, oh, this song is pretty good. And then you find out it's a Jonas Brother. You're like, what the hell? You're like, you almost don't want to like it because of the fact that it's a Jonas Brother, but you're like, wow, this song is really good. And then he starts coming out with all these crazy singles. And uh, in 2015, he came out with this song called Chains. And I'm like, wow, this song is really, really good. And then right Right until I'm like, okay, this is gonna this is gonna be in my top twenty. He comes out with this new song called Levels, and I was like, oh man, this is instant top ten material. I love this song. The coolest thing I love is like when you get to the chorus and it goes rooftop, and then you the the beat on this song is sick. It's one of the best beats of any tune in 2015. This song is just it's massive awesomeness. So. Uh, if you've never heard this, get ready to sit back and jam because this song is this song is amazing. So here we go, number eight levels. Nick Jonas, check it out.
All right, guys. So that was number eight, Levels, Nick Jonas, Good Times. All right, let's roll into my number two movie of 2015. Now, this is also the last movie uh, that I needed to see for 2015. There's one movie on my list, unfortunately, I did not get a chance to see. But I guarantee you, had I seen it, I bet you anything, it probably would be at the number one or number two spot. That's Creed. I never got a chance to see it, but from what I hear, it's on multiple people's top list. And considering my boy Jameson and I, we picketed this movie and we said there's no way in hell we're ever going to watch it. And then I find out how much he freaking loved it. Oh, it just like, seriously, it's that good that you totally went against everything you said about the movie. Yeah, it is. It's that good. So, uh, but the movie I did see was Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Now, I'm not going to go on a big Star Wars review. Uh, I have actually, uh, there's a podcast that I follow that purposely avoided Star Wars reviews, but they decided that they were going to review the Star Wars movies and they got total hell for it because Star Wars is a movie you can't review because if you review it, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's the thing I've learned about Star Wars. You just got to keep your opinion to your freaking self. That's how it is. So if somebody says Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie, you got to accept it and move on. If Jedi is your favorite movie, you got to accept it and move on. You can't debate with people. You can't talk to people about it because people, this Star Wars is that thing where it's their thing and you need to just, you know, accept it as fact. That's how it is. So I will tell you this about the Force Awakens. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was really good. I went into this sucker knowing nothing about the movie, not knowing anything about the characters and spoiler spoiler free and i still saw it three days what four days ago that's how awesome i am that i'm like a boss and i missed all that crap i avoided all reviews everything so uh i i did know going into it that it was almost like a remake of a new hope if you will it basically was like a new hope for this generation so that was cool Uh, obviously i'm not going to get any spoilers or anything like that i will say that when when the big when the big shocking scene uh, that happens in the movie. I knew there was a shocking scene. I just didn't know what it was. I knew it was. I knew what was going to happen once the scene started. I can tell you that much. I was like, okay, this is this part's going to happen in the movie. But you know what? Even though I knew it was going to happen, it was kind of like obvious it was going to happen. It was like it was still awesome, and it was still heart pounding. And the cool thing is, is that uh, you know some of the characters in Star Wars that I used to hate, I now love. So it was cool seeing them in this movie. For example, you guys know I used to hate Harrison Ford, Han Solo, but his ass showed up on the screen. I was like, yeah, Harrison Ford, awesome. Chewbacca shows up. I'm like, yeah, Chewbacca, good times. I really love the new the new, uh, uh, the new, new droid. That was awesome. Uh, man, there, there's so much good stuff. I even like the villain. A lot of people are complaining about the villain. He's like, oh, he's too much of a, of a pansy or a wussy. I like it when... Uh, spoiler alert, he throws, uh, whenever he gets mad, he gets really pissed off. It's not really a spoiler, but I actually liked that. I thought it was funny. It was, it was a good, there was a lot of comical moments that happened, especially with two stormtroopers later on in the movie. But, uh, is it the best star Wars movie? Absolutely not. Uh, is it better than four five and six? No, Jedi still my favorite. Uh, I probably would, I, James and I were going back and forth on this where we feel, I think I'm kind of with him. Uh, my rating, I would go Jedi. Jedi will always be my favorite. I don't care what anybody says. 
I, I really don't. You know, people can bitch, moan, and complain that I like Jedi the best, and I really don't give a care anymore. After that whole fiasco I had on reviewing Episode One, I'm never going to review a Star Wars movie ever. But uh, I I will go on record and saying, as I have many times, Jedi is my favorite. Always has, always will be. And Empire was my second favorite, and then New Hope was my third. Uh, and then out of the prequels. Number three was always the best, Revenge of the Sith. So I would definitely rank it as Jedi, um, Jedi Empire, and um, Force Awakens tie. Uh, more more of it goes to Empire though. So I go Jedi Empire, Force Awakens, New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Attack of the Clones, and then Episode One. So that's probably how I would rate it right now. Um, but you know what haters uh, don't send an email because you can send it to Mike Mac I don't give a rip.com so there you go uh, Star Wars my number two uh, of the year I just I had a lot of fun with it and considering my wife hates Star Wars yes it's true my wife hates Star Wars she only likes the prequels what you got to say now uh, the fact that she actually went to this and enjoyed it that says a lot of how good the movie was so in my eyes Star Wars did what it needed to do and that was get a new generation hooked into them. And I think they did that successfully. I think the only complaint I have is the fact that I didn't get all the answers I wanted. But that's because there's going to be more movies. So I can't really knock the movie for not giving me answers when there's going to be answers in the next two movies. So that's why Star Wars was really good and why it got number two. Because there was so much greatness in this movie. And the only flaw I had was the fact that I didn't get all the answers. So there's one other flaw, but it's a spoiler. So I won't go into it. So, All right, that is it for number two. Let's get into my number seven of the year. Um, this comes from Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly is an artist who used to be on American Idol. Got kicked off and now she is kicking ass on the radio. I love this chick. She's got amazing hair too. She's so 80s. I love her voice. I love her. Um, this was her first single. Uh, it's called Nobody Love. And uh, you've probably heard it and never knew it was Tori Kelly. So this was another song of the summer that I really enjoyed. Uh, so here you go. Number seven, Nobody Love by Tori Kelly. Check it out.
All right, so that was number seven, Nobody Love from Tori Kelly, Good Times. All right, let's roll into number six. Now, number six is a song that I never played on STL uh, during the Underground Hour. Uh, that's because when I found this song, um, that's kind of when I went in my podcast recording hiatus, if you will. Uh, but this song is the reason why I really enjoy it. Number one, it's my favorite video of 2015. The special effects are great. The story is great. But the thing that I really, really enjoy the best is the fact of that the girls who sing this song, acapella, are flawless like you know typically these pop okay the name of the song is uh black magic it's from little mix so typically when you get like a pop group together they like suck unless they're like backstreet boys and can sing acapella uh or you know in sync they always did good acapella but typically you get like these these you know make a band whatever you know they're good but they have to they have to sound good in a studio you you put them on live or whatever nah and they don't sound that good. These guys, this particular song, I watched them sing it live, a cappella, and it was flawless. And it sounded just like the song. They have beautiful voices. So this song is a super fun song. My girls got me into this song. And it's got a killer melody. The chorus will just stay in your head forever and not leave. It is so awesome. So it's uh, Little Mix, number six, Black Magic. This is this is my favorite pop song uh, of uh, of 2015, it, it's just freaking phenomenal. So here you go, check it out.
All right, so that was number six from Little Mix called Black Magic. Good time. See, I told you guys that chorus would just stay in your head. So, And I got to take back what I said. I said this is my favorite pop song of the year. Obviously, it's not because it's number six. I got another song. Uh, I got two other pop songs on this list. But, uh, man, that song was still awesome. Okay, let's get into number five. So this is definitely my song of the summer. This is the song that I played every single day during the summertime this was this video was all over the place. Uh, this song was all over the radio, and uh, it was just man, the this girl can sing, man. I'm telling you, and that comes from Tori Kelly. Should have been us. This song was fantastic. Um, oh, man, th- this song speaks for itself of just how good it is. Uh, I, I, it, at one point it was like. Is this like top two material? It almost was there. It really was until the other songs you hear. Those came out after uh, I heard Should Have Been Us. And I'm like, okay, Should Have Been Us gets bumped down the list. But uh, this is definitely my, uh, this, oh gosh, this song is so good. So if you haven't heard it, this is your first time, you're going to love this song. This was my song of the summer. So uh, here you go. Check it out.
right, so that was number five, Tori Kelly Should Have Been Us. All right, let's get back to some rock and roll. Okay, so this is number four, and this is an artist that I absolutely love and I have missed, and I am so glad she's back, at least for this song. Uh, as you know, Flyleaf is one of my all-time favorite bands. Lacey has a voice that is like an angel that nobody can recreate in rock uh, it's just, she is just so unique to just that kind of voice she has. Uh, she, uh, she left Flyleaf to go start a family and stuff, but she came out with this single this year called impossible. It's just her. It's like having Flyleaf back all over again. Uh, man, this song is just the, the moment I heard it, I was like, boom, top five. I mean, it was just, it's just that good. So of course I had to post it in the underground hour for all the boys and girls to see. And I know uh, Lisa the Legend, uh, she's super excited about this song. I'm not sure uh, what her review was of it, but I know that I, I let her know about it because, you know, she loves Flyleaf. So here you go. Uh, check it out. Lacey from Flyleaf. And this song is called Impossible. Number four. Check it out.
All right, guys, that was number four from Lacey Strum and Impossible. Good times. Man, I love that song. All right, guys, let's get to number three. Uh, and then once we get past this, I'll start reading some emails because uh, you guys sent me your list. And uh, I thank you so much for writing at the last minute. I went from zero emails to get in a few. So I'm super excited about this. So uh, this is my favorite pop song of the year. This song is is killer. I know a lot of people who aren't even fans of her are like, dude, this song is freaking fantastic. I know it's good. When I got my boy Jameson sending me a text, this is a secret between us, okay? So don't tell nobody. But he's like, dude, the new Selena Gomez song, Same Old Love, is freaking great, dude. That bass line is killer. I kind of hate myself for liking it, okay? So, so that's the secret between us. Don't tell nobody, okay? Because if he finds out that I told you, he'd get upset with me, okay? So, all right. Anyways, this song, freaking amazing. I love it. It's great. And funny thing is, I found, I I loved this song before it ever got big on the radio. I was doing my Apple Music and this song came on and I was like, this song is amazing. So I had it in my Apple um, library like three months before it ever hit the radio and got big. So, and I didn't even know she swore in the song. I'm like, does she say the S word? That's what it kind of sounds like. And then, of course, when it hit the radio and then they like edit that part, I'm like, oh, okay, I was right. She swore. Oh, okay. But, you know, she's allowed to. She's an adult now. So, anyways, this is by far the best pop song of 2015. Same old love, Selena Gomez. Turn up your bass, blow out your speakers. This is the jam. Check it out.
sick of that phone I'm so sick of that same old love That shit it tears me up I'm so sick of that same old love My body's had enough That same old love That same old love I'm so sick of that same old love Feels like I've blown a curve I'm so sick of that same old love That kind of breaks your heart oh, That same old love oh, That same old love Alright, so that was number three, Selena Gomez and same old love. Good times. Alright, let's roll into number two. And then after number two, we'll roll into emails and then get into the top song of 2015. So uh, number two is definitely, um, this is kind of the answer to the Selena Gomez song of Same Old Love. She's complaining about finding Same Old Love and everything is just terrible. But this song is about true love and about how far, um, how real love, you know, it, it never ends. And this song is called uh, Love Feels Like. Uh, this song um, is basically uh, comes from my boy Toby Mac. And the great thing about this song is, you know, his his father died of cancer. And, you know, he's on his deathbed and, and just talking to him. And basically the song is about, you know, poured out, um, you know, uh, poured out, used up, still given, stretching me out to the end of my limits. This is what love feels like. This is what real love feels like. And that's the thing, man. You know, um, just speaking on some, you know, on somebody physically, uh, you know, like a spouse, you know, you are at some point, you know, you guys are going to argue and, and you're going to get into those matches and, and things like that. But, you know, communication is always the key to success, you know. And my wife, you know, we've been together like 16 years, you know, and she's definitely my best friend in the whole world and, you know, my soulmate, everything. And that's because, you know, we talk about everything and, and we don't really argue too much. But when we do, it's rough and it hurts and stuff like that. But you know what? You know, every day we always we always tell each other how much we mean to each other and how much I love you and, and stuff like that. And and that's the thing, man, is you you gotta you gotta express and, and tell people how much they how much they mean to you because you never know. You never know when it's gonna be the last time you see them, you know, and and shooting star uh you know really helped me with my brother in law and then this song, uh especially hearing from Toby's perspective about how you know, it was his dad be on his deathbed and, and just, you know, being stretched out to the to the end of his limits of how much, you know, he cared for his dad and stuff like that. And the and the thing that really makes this even better is uh, he collaborates with uh, his old buddies, Kevin and, and Mike uh, from DC Talk back in the day. So this song is phenomenal. It's got the awesome. It, it's got a really good melody to it. We got some rap in there. It's it's just Man, this song was just so great for me, just from a musical perspective, from a lyrical perspective, an emotional perspective. This song really helped me through a lot this year, uh, especially uh, with certain people that uh, I forgot to tell them how much I love them and care for them and things like that. So this is kind of the answer to the Selena Gomez song. Or she's tired of the same old love, but this song's all about true love. And, and uh, you know, of course... Uh, you know, having faith and all that good stuff all ties into this song. So here you go. I hope you enjoy it. I don't think I've ever played on STL before, but this is my number two song of the year, 
Toby Mac feel uh, love feels like uh, old school style DC talk. Check it out. Here we go.
All right, guys. So that was the number two song of 2015. And uh, before we roll into emails, let's roll into my number one movie of 2015. So uh, might be kind of a shocker to people, but uh, I found this movie to uh, this was the movie that I loved. Every one of the movies on the list, I, I really liked. You know, I, I really enjoyed, but this one, man, it's just this is the one that just stuck with me the, from the from the moment the credits hit. That's Inside Out. Uh, this is a movie you did not expect to be that good uh, or to be that emotionally uh, just great. Um, man, it's so this movie is so good. I mean, it, it's just crazy how you know how this movie can reach young people and and help them deal with you know what the different emotions do and how you don't always want to be happy and how sometimes being sad is a good thing and i i really love the balance that this movie does of of showing you why these feelings are there and what they're and what they're there for and then also touching the adults on an emotional level and and things like that and you know, I think the only complaint I have is that, you know, the the main, you know, the main star of the movie, her face looks a little bit, you know, different than typical Pixar characters, but that's okay. I mean, it was so minor, but these emotions were just so, this movie was so funny and it was so like, um, you know, I freak. I was told, oh, you're going to cry at least twice. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I did. I cried twice. And it was just like, this movie is so good. I've watched it numerous times. And I'm like, yep, this is definitely my favorite movie of the year. I don't think it's going to be on a lot of people's list in regards to top five. Maybe, you know, like, uh, you know, top ten. But for me, uh, it easily uh, was inside out because of just emotion you know i'm i'm the kind of person where i go into a movie i want to be emotionally invested and this was the movie that pulled me in the most emotionally because it was surprising you i wasn't expecting that from this movie i really wasn't so uh so that is my number one movie of 2015 so let's get into emails and hear what the stl nation has to say Alright, so our first email comes from John the Mailman. Oh, haven't talked to you in forever. Dear Mike, long time no email. Happy New Year to you and your family. I hope for great things for you, as to you as well, sir. Top five movies of the year. Number five is Ex Machina. Very good, interesting movie. Dealing with these two guys and a robot. Great story. I have seen the previews for this. This looks fantastic. I can't wait to check it out. So I will definitely add this to my list. Number four, Furious 7. Very fun, touching ending. I can always count on them to put together a fun and awesome ride of a movie. I agree 100% sure. Uh, I agree 100%, sir. Number three, Jurassic World. I enjoyed this movie a lot. I hear some pushback on it, but I felt like it was watching the first one all over again. My parents took me. I took my kids crazy. It's true. It's like 
we had Star Wars and Jurassic Park sequel coming out all in the same year. It was like being back in the 80s again. It was crazy. Number two, Star Wars. I loved it. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. I agree. It was funny. It was exciting. Awesomeness. I love the new characters and I can't wait to see more. I agree 100%. My number one hotness is Creed. Taking me back. Do, do, do. Taking me back. <laughs> Everything about this movie I love. The music, the characters, the story. You call it my hometown favoritism maybe. Laugh out loud. It's a must see. And I guarantee you, if I had saw Creed, it'd probably be my number one or two. I can just tell I'm going to love this movie. Everything I've seen about it, everything I've heard, I cannot wait to see this. So um, I, I will edit my list. The moment that I see Creed, I will send a post out to you guys and re-edit this top five list. So this will just kind of be a tentative top five uh, 2015 list until I see Creed and I'll let you guys know where that falls in. Uh, I can't wait to hear your mu- episode and your music picks. I'm always on the podcast listening and I and I count on yours um, for the hot new songs. I do enjoy that Our City Makeup song. That would be my number one. Have a great year. Consider this email delivered. John the Mailman. Thank you, sir, so much for writing in. Great to hear from you. Okay. This one comes from John the Music Man. Hey, Mike and the STL Nation. Been a long time. I hope all are doing well. This list was hard to do, but here are my top five movies. Top five movies is the Star Wars The Force Awakens. Excellent pick. Mad Max Fury Road. That is a movie I missed. I know. I know. I know. I missed. I'm sorry. Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man, I really enjoyed. I think that was my number six of the year. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to rewatch it again. Might move up the list. Then we get to my most disappointing movie of the year, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, this movie, I, I mean, it's on his top five, but for me, it was my most disappointing movie of 2015. The further away I got from this movie, the more I disliked it. There was just so many things I did not like. I walked out of this. I'm like, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. I didn't like this. I could do an Avengers podcast episode about it, but I'm not going to. Just know it was my most, it, it wasn't my, my least favorite movie. It was my most disappointing movie of 2015. Huge difference. And uh, Minions was his other movie pick. So number one was Star Wars. Two was Mad Max. Three is Ant-Man. Four was Avengers. Five was Minions. As for music, I have a few favorite songs, but as the best song for me in 2015, and uh, that would be Metalhead in me. And the song is in my daily list. Oh, wait. Um, Oh, sorry. The best song for me in 2015 and the Metalhead in me uh, that plays this song daily in my iPod is Iron Maiden, The Speed of Light from the Book of Souls album. Excellent. Me and you, sir, we like a lot of the same stuff. So um, I am very interested to check out this song. I've never really listened to Iron Maiden, but hey, I'm open to it, especially if you like them so much. I'm going to check that song out. Then I do really enjoy Uma Thurman, Fall Out Boy, just a catchy tune. I do like Uma Thurman. I love Irresistible. Those were in my... Um, my honorable mentions uh, for songs that didn't quite make the top 20 would definitely be Uma Thurman, uh, Irresistible, Bad Blood from Taylor Swift, uh, the rap version. Because obviously the original version was in my list from last year, so I can't add it twice. Uh, also the uh, surprisingly One Direction, Drag Me Down. You can't tell it's One Direction, but that song was in, in my honorable mentions of almost making the list. Talking Body. 
very guilty pleasure song. I mean, it's a huge sex song, but I try not to listen to it because, you know, I got kids and things like that. But it's definitely a very catchy tune. Um, and then Honey, I'm Good, that song about drinking but not going home with somebody because you got a woman at home. That's a real catchy tune. Again, honorable mention. Uh, so, yeah, good times. And another fun tune is Pretty is pretty Girl, Britney Spears with Iggy Azalea because I'm a sucker for all Britney music. Here, um, I will agree 50-50 on, on this one with you. I dig this song. I really enjoy it. It was super good. And then I watched the music video and I hated it. I very rarely hated Britney Spears' music video because she's usually like spot on. They're perfect. But I utterly hate the Pretty Girls video. It was so terrible. I mean, utter, utter terrible. I can't express how much I hate that video. It was garbage. The worst song of 2015 is Gwen Stefani's song, whatever the hell that is, that is supposed to be music. That song was garbage. Oh, oh, I hate that song. So Pretty Girls, I dig it. I love the song itself, but I hate the music video. So let's make that clear. Plus, House Party. I watched that the other day. Damn, I love House Party. It makes me remind myself how much I hate House Party 2. So House Party 2, never going to be reviewed, but House Party 1, definitely going to be reviewed 2016. You can count on that. All right, let's get to good old Jameson, very good rabbit. Here we go. Hey, Mike and STL Nation, welcome back behind the microphone. It's good to see you've returned. Yes, sir. Uh, Feels good to be back, man. So you're taking a look back at 2015 and what a year it was. Of course, it's mandatory that list must be made when one wraps up the year. And I happen to have some of the list of my own to add to the fray. This is a bonus, folks. We get to hear Jameson's list before he grants it on his own podcast. So this is a Christmas present late. Okay, I didn't listen to a lot of new music this year, if I'm being honest. I think this was a pretty super year for pop music. I agree, sir. That's why the songs on my list, those were my favorite pop tunes of the year. The rest of them, I agree, were super. I worked hard to avoid most of the biggest offenders to my ears, but a a few slipped through. So I've got a quick list of favorite songs this year. Number five, Hailstorm, Amen. Good choice. Major Laser, Lean On, we all need somebody to lean on. I'm so glad you added that to your list, sir. Fall Out Boy, Uma Thurman, good pick. Oh, man, I should have added that. Number two, Selena Gomez, I just love that bass line. Number one, Eminem, phenomenal, easily my most played song of this year. It's my hype song. Good pick, sir. Um, and I'll be honest, you're going to shoot me. I have not heard this song. I know, I know. I just, I for some reason... The rap stuff got avoided in all my pop listening uh, and rock music listening this year. I don't know why I missed this. So I'm definitely eager to check this out. On to the movies. I saw a few this year, more than I have seen in a year before. But instead of giving you my best movies of the year, which I'm saving for my own shows, I figured I'd give you my biggest surprises of the year. Oh, that's how he's going to do it. Uh, Flicks that I wasn't expecting greatness out of and was pleasantly surprised. Perfect. Number 10 is Paddington. Number nine is Inside Out. Number eight is The Intern. Number seven is Goosebumps. Number six is Bone Tomahawk. Number five is Ant-Man. Number four, It Follows, the best horror movie I've seen in years. Number three is Creed. Number two is Kingsman, A Secret Service. Wow. Number one is Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. So damn good. That's what I've got for you, sir. I highly recommend all these films among others. Again, glad to have you back. And I think we're all looking forward to a great year in 2016, Jameson. Thank you, sir, for writing in. I can't wait for us to get back together and review some movies we got up on the list. Just so you guys know, our next scheduled movie review we're planning on doing is The Outsiders. That's 
fingers crossed that's what we're doing um because you know the other movie that we're gonna do uh got off netflix and unfortunately i I missed the boat on that one so i apologize folks but uh hopefully the outsiders will be here sooner than later okay lisa the legend writes in here's what she has to say oh sorry guys i hate swallowing when i record it's so annoying but you know i'm running out of I don't want to drink on the podcast either. So, all right. Hey, Mike and the nation. Happy New Year. I hope 2016 is full of epicness and good times. I know my favorite movie of 2015 will be on your list, Furious 7. I mean, talk about hype and delivery, which leads me into one top song theme from this. I know this has to be in your top three, if not number one. Uh, you know, I think you're going to be surprised when you find out that uh, See You Again was number 11. You know, and again... At the time, Fury 7 was my number one. But, you, you know, um, once in, once I saw Inside Out, I was like, okay, Fury 7 is number two. And then I saw Star Wars and then it got to number three. So I think three is still a legitimate spot, you know. And See You Again, I think it's the reason it's it's not in the top ten is because I've heard it so many damn times. It's been on the radio. It's like I said, end of the road. You heard it every single minute of every single day. It was crazy. Uh, also, my top is from the weekend. I I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Oh, I'm sorry. A Canadian who's has been crushing it for years. He knew he was going to blow up and was giving away his music for free up until previous albums. Then for next uh, was his earned earned it from Fifty Shades. You can you can't forget Hello from Adele. I can't wait to see what awesome movies, reviews, and music this year brings. Take care, Lisa the Legend. Well, thank you, Lisa. Uh, excellent songs, picks, good times. And our final email comes from Barge, Mr. Chicago. Oh, Luciano. Happy birthday, sir. And I'm, dude, I think your nickname uh, is Chicago something. It, it's so long ago, I totally forgot what your nickname was. I apologize, bro. Bart and me, we grew up together in church. So uh, it, today is his birthday. So January 5th, 2016, this is an epic episode. This episode is dedicated to you, sir. To Bart Luciano in Chicago. Happy birthday, sir. I do have one more email, by the way. Uh, Bart, what's up, Mike? I hope you've had an amazing Christmas and New Year's. Mine was pretty good and filled with lots of awesome food. Laugh out loud. I can't really put these in numerical order just because it's too hard. Uh, but these are my top 20 songs of 2015. I'm very interested to see what makes the cut, though. I'm sure I have, in, I have a good idea. Uh, Marty, the one where she stayed 90s remix. Tori Kelly, Hollow, Should Have Been Us. Very good pick. Uh, S-P-Z-R-K-T-B-C. I missed that one, sir. I'm not sure what that is. Jackie Hill Perry, The Solution. NF, uh, Mansion, Can You Hold Me? Uh, Words Played, Sammy Sosa, Thousand Foot Crutch, Like a Machine, and Set Me on Fire. Excellent picks. Social Club, Sky Lanterns, Derek Minor, Party People, Andy Mineo, No, That's Right, Here's what I got so far. Thanks, man. Excellent pick, sir. Uh, That was some good times, man. All right. I got one final email from Monday Night Jason, Jason Watson. And uh, I got to give this guy some props later on in the episode after my number one on a certain situation. So good times. What is up, Masoonist and STL Nation? Just want to send you a list of my top five movies and music of the past year and some hard thinking I had to come up with. I know, right? Top five music. Number five is Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk you up. Uptown Funk you up. That's definitely honorable mention. Weekend, Can't Feel My Face. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. 
but I love it. I know. Uh, see, that's why I don't get paid to be a singer because I suck. Number three, Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. See you again. I also love Charlie Puth's uh, Marvin Gaye. That song, honorable mention. I love the video. And, of course, I love me some Megan Trainer. So, number two is Kendrick Lamar. All right. And number one, I knew it. I knew it. Number one was Pillar with Paratrooper. Good times. Top five movies straight out of Compton. Number five. I have not seen this movie. So, when I see Creed straight out of Compton, I'm definitely going to do, um, you know, let you know if my top five changes. Uh, number four is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Number three is Creed. Number two is Dope. Oh my gosh, I have heard some great things about Dope. And number one is Furious 7. Wow, two people picked Furious 7. Oh my gosh, now I feel like the outcast. Oh my gosh. Well, take it easy and I'll holler at you later. Jason Watson, Monday Night Jason. Thank you, bro. I appreciate this, man. Um, So Furious 7, number one for Lisa the Legend and for Monday Night Jason. Now, again, let's keep this in mind. Furious 7 was my number one movie for... See, March, April, May, June, July, five months. So for five months, it was my number one. So, uh, yeah, good times. So, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for writing in. I definitely miss talking to you guys. I thank you guys so much for going out of your way to email in, especially at the last minute. I was afraid I was going to have no emails, and here I go. I got all these awesome emails. So, all right, guys, here we go. Let's get to the number one song of the year. This should be no surprise, no shocker. This, for me, is a first, though. I have never had a song be number one and stay number one for so long. This actually is a year and a half in number one for me. Let let me go back. Okay, so clearly I've said in the past that Embrace, Embrace the Chaos is my number one song of the year. It would take a miracle for any song to knock this off. But as you guys know, uh, Pillar... Uh, is my favorite band. I, I've said that a billion times. But uh, while they were making their album during Kickstarter, they would release certain songs as a demo. So, for example, the very first song they ever released was Paratrooper, which was Jason's number one song. But it, it had no lyrics at the time. It was just music. And I'm like, man, this beat is sick. I love it. And then I got the first set of lyrics to a song they created called Embrace the Chaos. It's their second song they ever recorded. And I had only heard 45 seconds of this song, and I instantly knew this was going to be my favorite song once the album was released, which was supposed to be in 2014. But they they took an additional seven months to make the album perfect, and it finally released in 2015. So this song has been my number one since last year, but because it didn't come out in last year, I couldn't make it in my top 20. So since last year, this has been my number one song, and it still remains my number one song. Um, I, I have listened to this song officially 247 times. So, uh, and the cool thing is Jameson actually used this song in his show that he uses his music show. So no secrets, embrace the chaos. And here's the cool thing with embrace the chaos, man. Uh, dude, this song is so my life right now. The thing is, is there's no way you can fight the chaos. You just have to fight inside the chaos. There's always chaos going on in this world. Always chaos going on in our life. There's no way you can ever fight it. There's no way it's ever going to go away. You just need to learn to fight within the chaos. And that's what this song is all about. Embracing the chaos. Embracing the fight. To to keep moving. As it says, the song starts off, uh, This we move at the speed of life. 
you know, don't for, don't forget about tomorrow, but don't forget about today. So this is my anthem. This song, the, the chorus is so amazing. This this is a song. This is what I'm a sucker for. Guitar solos, uh, epic choruses. It's got that amazing riff in the beginning, in the background. Oh, this song is just, I love it. It's so great. So Embrace the Chaos Pillar, my favorite song from One Love Revolution. Go download this song now. Let's jam. And I am not even going to play the MP3 version. I'm going to play the the version that's super loud in the ears that blows away people. I don't know. Just listen. This is it. I've played it before, but hear it again. Number one song of the year, Pillar, Embrace the Chaos. Here we go.
right, so that was the number one song of the year, Pillar, Embrace the Chaos, Good Times. All right, guys, that is it for the year-end episode. Oh, that was so much fun. I had a blast. So, uh, Good Times, I can't wait to hear you guys' response on this one. Uh, Maybe some shockers, maybe non-shockers. But all in all, it was good to get back behind the mic. And uh, thank you so much for sharing this with me. That meant a lot. And uh, closing out, uh, I just want to say... Uh, you know, I know the show's kind of been, you know, on hiatus for a little while. It's funny how the Facebook all of a sudden got all these new likes and everything like that. It's like people are listening after I'm not recording, which is so weird, but you know, uh, I'm very, you know, I'm very hopeful for 2016. Um, I definitely have some things planned. I'm excited for, and, uh, this is the year of Batman v Superman and cat and captain America three. And I'm going to be seeing a lot of movies this year in the theater. I can't wait to talk about them. So, um, I will be catching you guys, uh, maybe not the end of this month, but definitely in February, I'll be catching up with you guys. I'll let you know what movie I'm going to be doing. If I don't talk with Jameson, uh, and, uh, maybe get a vote up and see what you guys want to hear. It'll be some fun times. I can't wait. If you want to email in, remember to do so at stlpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check the Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash sweep delay podcast. If you want to join the group, that's where all the action happens. That's where we talk daily with one another. Uh, that group is still going strong, which, which is awesome. Just type in the STL nation in Facebook. There it is. And uh, you want to be accepted, great. As long as you're not a spammer or a fake profile, you get accepted and you can come talk with us. Uh, There's a Twitter. I think it's STL Podcast. I can't remember anymore. I have a website, but I can't remember the website address on that either. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a while. But... that's it, guys. Now, uh, the song I'm going to close out with, uh, this is to say thank you to my boy Jason, uh, Jason Watson, uh, Monday Night Jason. Uh, me and him, we've been homies for a long time. And uh, the cool thing is, man, he hooked me up big time this year. I would constantly get packages from him, and he's been sending me comic books left and right. He's been sending me the Big Trouble Little China comic book series. He got me all the Batman Arkham Knight comic books favorite game of the year by the way go check it out because i don't have a comic book store around here so he hooked me up and then he even hooked me up with this awesome dark knight returns hush uh the night um the owls book what the hell's the name of that book anyways uh court of owls yeah uh he hooked me up with that series and uh then he got me the last dragon on blu-ray man he's been hooking me up so uh in honor of my boy uh, for hooking me up, the least I can do is play your favorite song of 2015, uh, which is Paratrooper. Uh, this song is fantastic. It's a great way to close out the show. And just to say thank you for, uh, you know, for hooking me up with all that stuff. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to 2016, talking to all you guys. And uh, this has been a fun one. So uh, you guys take care. Have a good one. Masunas out. No
of the night, the cover of the light. 